Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Hello listeners of Radio Islam International. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum jami'a. A warm welcome to each and every one of you to Hayatun Tayyibah, the show where we look at a life full of gratitude, qana'a, of satisfaction, a way of learning, developing ourselves so that we are constantly focusing on our growth, whether it be imani growth, or whether it be our you know, spiritual growth, physical growth, and most importantly, the growth that takes us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, there are many, many elements and facets that bring us to this point, and one of the greatest of that is learning the art of shukr, of gratitude, the art of satisfaction, qana'ah, and the art of constantly being self-reflective. So we've always focused on muhasaba, and on a Monday, we particularly focus on the development of our understanding of productivity and how do we attach ourselves to gaining a life that will be one of worth and one, inshallah, on the day of Qiyamah will be one that we are proud of. So, alhamdulillah, I would like to warmly welcome each and every one of you on this Monday, the 8th of January. Alhamdulillah, we are all eagerly awaiting uh, our, you know, uh, the, 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 the new Islamic month. And before we know it, the month of Ramadan, ta'ala, our year has started off quite differently to other years. Normally, other years, you know, you come back from the holidays and you are focused on school and you're focusing on getting back on rounds, etc. Whereas this year, the entire focus is Ramadan that is just around the corner. And subhanAllah, I think what a beautiful way to completely shift our perspective and to take us back to the, the core and the most important part of a new year. And that is, what can I determinedly ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to, you know, to plan out, to, uh, to make dua fervently from my heart, to write down my goals, and to hope ta'ala with hard work, I can achieve these Massive, massive goals, bismillah ta'ala. So, beloved listeners, alhamdulillah, being the productivity show on a Monday, alhamdulillah, I hope you all are getting, you know, bustling, ready for your, your 2024 academic year, whether you are a parent studying, whether you are a student studying, whichever part of your, your you know, your journey of knowledge you are, I'm sure you're getting your books together, you're getting things packed, packed, you're covering books, you're sorting out stationary lists, you are making sure that your uniforms are ready, we've got just a week left, or you might be the complete opposite, you know, trying to make the best of the last days of the holiday, and then, subhanAllah, you want to completely and totally rest uh, till that last hour, last day, and then you're running around. So whichever camp you fall into, I hope inshallah you are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the opportunity to have children that you are able to help educate, to take on the journey, or be a student yourself, or be an adult subhanAllah who is um, you know in their prime but learning and studying the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or you are using your day in and day out in some kind of productive manner. Now on a Monday in the Productivity Show, what we do is we look at articles written by great minds and we discuss the, uh, you know, these elements that, uh, inshallah, allow us to develop, allow us to build a life that we are proud of. Now, at the essence and the crux of the Productivity Show, the reason I was so determined that I wanted to do the show was A, because, subhanAllah, looking 
at the way we interact with success. Generally, we think success is big moments. Whereas if you look at Falah, if you look at true success in this world, in the Akhirah, it is about the consistency of the daily effort and the daily grind that one puts in, that ultimately we gain benefit. Now, when we look at productivity, productivity is intrinsically tied to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the sense that Allah is going to ask us about every single moment that we have spent. He's going to ask us about every single word that we have uttered. And he's going to ask us about every relationship that we have encountered with people. Now, when we look at it from that perspective, that there is a direct uh, you know, uh, accountability for what I'm doing, then I can understand why productivity is linked to me saying, I need to ensure that at every given moment in my life, I am using that time of to maximum benefit, whether it is holidays, whether it is rest days, whether it's weekends, whether it's weekdays, am I using it to the best of my ability that I can use that time as a means of shahada, as a means of testimony for myself on the day of Qiyamah. Now, beloved sisters, beloved listeners, beloved students, beloved teachers as well, we are starting off this new year on the Productivity Show and understanding the importance of taking time to reset, taking time to organize. Now, many of us might think that, you know, um, I am a person who knows what I'm supposed to do. I have it all figured out. But real, in reality, when you look at, um, the, you know, the process that it takes, of actually saying, you know, I need to organize my day, organize my time, organize the things that I'm going to use. You can be a mom at home and you need to organize your your days of cleaning, your days of deep cleaning, your days of spring cleaning, your filling of your freezer, your um your 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 menu, your meal prepping, what are you going to be cooking? Now when you start to look at it from this perspective of I need to organize and plan all my multiple responsibilities out. What it does is, firstly, even without accomplishing anything, it makes you feel accomplished, it makes you feel productive. Before you've even done anything, you already are feeling like you have accomplished something. But what we are looking at and what we're trying to understand is, how do we reset ourselves in a way that we create optimum optimum uh, value for the time that we have? Now, the first and the most important thing that we have to do now, remember, we're speaking to a large audience. We're speaking to across the board, to myself, to yourself, wherever you may be. You might be listening to us from Malaysia. If so, assalamu alaikum. I hope you're having a lovely Monday afternoon. You might be listening from across the world, in the UK, in Australia. You might be listening from in different parts of the world. But your focus has to be, I want to reset my life. I want to focus my attention on something very, very important. And what is it? is the things that I do, the habits that I have, the current system that I'm working at, what that I have, is it working or is it a system that is defective? Now, what do I mean by this? It's that if I look at my daily life, right? So every day I have to, for example, perform salah. I have to make wudu, perform salah. We have to read Quran. We have to make zikr. Am I 
do I have systems in place that allows for that to move and to flow in a way that I am, you know, constantly getting to my salah, constantly uh, reading my, making my wudu in a way that is not going to hinder my progress of the day. It's not going to make me feel like it's a burden. So I'll give you one simple example. So if you're looking at salah, do I have on my phone, do I have an app that's reminding me of the times of salah? Do I have a place in my home that is my, my you know, my, my dedicated uh, corner where I perform my salah. So that those are the tools that actually make making salah easier. If I wear my burqas, is my burqa and my musallah in a place that is conducive to me finding it so I can all the time use it? So the, 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 the productivity is I want to be, I want to perform my salah in a way that is, you know, on time, at a certain time. It's, you know, I'm doing it in a way that is with a lot of khushu. That's my focus. I'm trying to get there. And so how do I do that? I place all of these things into place to create a productive workflow. Right. As we go along now, you might find that some people, certain things work for them and certain things don't work for them, right? Some of us have tools that help us to be productive. So for example, I will say, I have the I have a, a planner. And some people don't like writing, but if you have a planner, you know that this divides everything that you have to do is written out. You feel a bit more clearer. Your mind feels clearer. Okay. So if you have that clear overview of what is it to be, you know, to be written. So I have the tools and that tool is my planner. Another person might not like something to be written down. So they have a digital planner on their phone. They make notes, they make lists. So when we are trying to reset and when we're trying to look at productivity, we have to first find the tools that work for us. What kind of a person am I? Am I am I going to go to Mr. Price or I'm going to go to one of the stores, go to PNA and buy the most exotic and beautiful planners and then I don't use them and then I write down two or three pages and then the rest of the year is completely empty. Now, if you are a person like that, then you have to understand that that tool doesn't work for you. That tool of purchasing that planner in reality does not work for you. Whereas you might be another person, you love technology, you love, you know exactly how to use technology. And so the tool that is better for you would be a tool that is specifically designed to assist you in productivity from a technological perspective. Now, when you want to understand what you need to be productive, remember every person, what they need to be productive will be completely different. It's, it doesn't mean that this app might work for me or that book to writing that book worked for you for another person or those kind of lists work for another person. It depends on you. You will understand what it is that you need to be more productive. So let's quickly and try to understand this, right? Think of the most busiest time you've had recently, you know, a busy time that you've going, you, you, you've been through, you had a lot of deadlines, you were, you know, you're finding yourself going through so much. Now think that when you were right before the deadline, you're just before the deadline, you were now, you were right at the end, you stopped doing everything just so you could plan for this, you could focus on it. And at that time, you know, when you were doing that, you would find what did you do to plan for this big event? You had sticky notes, maybe you had the book, you had a planner, you might have had um, a WhatsApp group with I, I know we love to do that whenever we plan functions with our family members, we have WhatsApp groups upon WhatsApp groups. And then we have all the things written down you might have a Google document, you might have 
one person, you know, you have a Google Meet, if it's other people, or you might, you know, be, do it very simplistically. You have a book and a pen and you write down everything down, everything so that you can ensure that it's done. So you're getting people over for a doubt, right? You get, you're inviting them to your home and you want to, um, subhanAllah, you, are, you want to make sure that you get everything done. So you're going to start off like, what is it that needs to be done, okay? Besides the house being tidied, that's the first element. The house needs to be tidied and clean and the floors need to be washed. We need to get the, we need to hire crockery, cutlery. We need to get, uh, you know, decor items. So you're going to, you're going to start making, you know, subheadings and headings, writing it down. Then you're going to, uh, you know, make your invitation. So even if it's just a 50 to 100 people, uh, um, that would you you have all of these little tools that make sure that you are not forgetting anyone you're ensuring that no one is not on the invite list so you have an invite list you ensure that no one is left out of preferences like some people might drink this some people might not like something so you have a preference list you know sometimes you have people who don't eat meat or you have people who are um vegetarian etc vegan whatever it is right but what you're doing is at that time is you using all the tools at your disposal to ensure that you are working at an optimum okay so when we now look at um resetting and when we look at productivity the key element that we are looking at is what tools do i need for me to be hyper productive or productive so another person might need different tools what is it that i need do i need to have um, a phone call with the people around me do I need to have a check-in with all the people who are working with me, etc. Right? So think about what is it you need. Do you, do you are you a person who uses your notebooks, you know, etc. Your planners, or do do you feel like you don't function if you don't have a calendar where you can see the date, when you can see what's happening, etc. Right. So from here now we move on to actually resetting your system. Now, if you are resetting your system. The year is starting. There's a lot of clutter from last year. So there's different there's different parts of our lives, right? We have uh, Majessa bags from the children from last year. We have school bags. We have my own bags. We have, um, you know, outdated stock in our cupboards. We have uh, clothes that are too small. We have so many different, uh, you know, little tiny things that we have to do in order to be more productive. So the first thing that we have to do is eliminate and minimize. So I, I started this week doing this and it was so, so relaxing. And at the same time, it was such a beautiful way to start the year. My uh, email inbox was sitting at eight and a half thousand emails and I had a 3,000 something hundred emails simply because I, you know, when it comes to the holiday period, I switch off, don't look at my, my emails and then it piles up and piles up and piles up and piles up. And so all I did was I did something very, very important because I was trying to reset. I want to get into the new year with a mind frame that's not cluttered. And so all of these tabs that are open, all of this, you know, information that's on your desk that you are not, you're not uh, uh, accessing, you're not dealing with, you're just ignoring. You might think that you're ignoring them so they're not there, but they are playing a role at the back of your mind. They're playing something on your mind. So your first thing to do would be to make sure that when you are decluttering, you are looking at what information can help you to be productive and taking away information that is minimizing that. So what I did was I started off with all the websites 
that I did not want to receive advertising from. Now, sometimes you go to a shop and you, you know, they ask you, would you like to reach advertising? And you say yes. And then before you know it, your entire, your entire, uh, subhanAllah, your whole email, your, your, sorry, your, your, your email, your inbox is flooded with marketing from take lot marketing from macro marketing from 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 mr price marketing from here from there from i i from yapu chef from from say and so you, you're never going to get the time to go through all of those emails so do yourself a favor and start your reset for 2024 go to your email go to your inbox and unsubscribe from all of these uh, e- you know these emails that you know that you don't read a now you might not be a person who works with the email some people you know, say oh we don't actually use email then go to your whatsapp and start cleaning up the groups that you don't actually need delete those groups they are now 2023 groups or they are in the past close it now you might think well i just don't chat you know i, I don't say anything but i'm on the group but i don't say anything just the mere fact of being on there is an open tab and with it become it brings clutter to the mind so it is incredibly important that you make sure that you actively cl- delete actively close actively exit groups that you might not want to be part of okay so looking at the reset from this perspective of you know i need to eliminate so we're eliminating extra emails we're eliminating extra groups on your desktop, if you have a laptop, if you have a phone as well, sometimes you have videos and videos and videos of groups that you don't even know what is happening. It slows your computer down, slows you down, slows your phone down. So a good and a very important thing would be to clear up your backup memories. Go and look at what is it that you are keeping. What would you like to? And subhanAllah, these things might seem so simplistic, but what they do is they allow your computer to function at a faster rate, just like they allow your phone to, to work at a faster rate, but more importantly, it allows your mind to work at, an impo- at a faster rate. So we are looking at today on Hayatun Tayyibah at a resetting. We are looking at the ability that each and every one of us has to ensure that we are resetting our goals, resetting our, our lives so that we are more productive, but looking at the tools that we have and ensuring that we are using the right tools for us, our, ourselves and our, our need, innate need for productivity. Now, <clears throat> once you've done this, right, you have decluttered, you've removed, I gave you the examples of emails and WhatsApp groups, but in the same way, in your home, in your masala cupboard, in your freezer, eliminate and declutter, eliminate and declutter. Uh, last night, I had the most cathartic experience, and I, I love I love organizing. It gives me so much of you know calm in my mind, and I was decluttering my kids' toys, and I was taking out all the toys that were broken, toys that were you know duplicates so that we could give them away, and it was so lovely just to sit and enjoy that process of okay this is what you have this is how you use it this is what you do so i, I noticed with my kids also today they're playing with much more of their toys simply because everything is now on a place it's decluttered there's not so much of toys there's not so many things in the same way if i do my spice cupboard or I do my grocery cupboard just that act becomes such a relaxing act in itself okay Listeners, I hope you are enjoying ch- chatting with us and listening to us today here on Radio Islam International. SubhanAllah, it is amazing how quickly time can fly by and how much we learn in such a short time. So Alhamdulillah, we are looking at 
um, productivity because of these productive Mondays, but we are looking at optimizing the time that we have, resetting and understanding the power of changing from where we were to where we would like to be. Now, as you are focusing on your productivity, you have to be sure that you are outlining very clear goals and you are setting appropriate tasks. You have to ask yourself this question. When I am cooking every day, what do I want to achieve? When I am taking my kids to Marissa and back from Marissa, what do I want to achieve? Now, when you look at your year ahead of you, you can say, you know, I want, I want to achieve this big thing. And, oh, I want to do that. And the reality is that it's, life is all about those little small moments and achieving big things in small moments. And so setting out, outlining your clear goals means that you you focus it across the board, whether it's your financial goals, whether it's your spiritual goals, whether it's your academic goals, you are you know structuring it such that it is across the board. So you first start off by trying to figure out what it is that you want to achieve. Then you move on to figure out what are the steps that I need to get there. And I think this is important because a lot of the time we focus on the things that the, we focus on the goals and we forget that it is the steps that take us to those goals. So your massive goal of productivity must be broken down into actionable micro tasks. And you know, if you look at people who are exceptionally good at their jobs, quite they're quite um, you know uh, uh, an expert at doing this, at making sure that each goal is broken down into actionable micro tasks. But when it comes to parenting, when it comes to children, many a times we don't do that. We don't focus and making it actionable micro tasks. And what this means is, is that it cannot be something that takes too much of my time. My life is already busy as it is. It has to be spaced out in a way that I'm optimally using my time. And then, you know, I, as you do this, you will then be able to see, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. This is what I have to do today. And it will allow you to slot tasks into your day and you will prioritize tasks from different things of different aspects of your life. Maybe you have tasks in your workplace. Maybe you have tasks as a husband, as a wife, as a child. Maybe you have tasks that your you know your mother knows that you must come and do this, or your sister knows that you must come and do that. So you have different tasks that you have to do. But when you have your goal list and you have actionable, manageable micro tasks, you then know what's your priority for each day. You get up each day and you know. My priority is my children, my priority is their hips, my, my priority is, you know, the, the three things I need to go and shop, I need to get this, etc. So once you have this good goal setting habit, which is so important, at the beginning of every year, to sit down and discuss with yourself, discuss with your the people around you. And, you know, you, you, you have, you've put in all the tools, you put in all, all of this into place. Now you have to commit to how much time are you going to be spending planning first of all and then executing so you have a planning routine and you know it's, it's okay my planning routine for whatever it is i'm going to be doing takes up this much of time or that much of time and so what i have to do is i have to now have a clear focus so let's look at our morning routine system if you want to, you know, your, your focus is, I want to be more productive in the morning. I feel like I'm not too productive in the morning. So what you have to do then is then set out micro actionable, manageable tasks that you are saying. 
but I must get up at four, uh, four or four thirty. If it's hard, make it for four uh, or half past three, four. Um, just try to make it for four, four thirty. To help me get there, this is the first thing I must sleep at nine, between nine to ten every night. I must make sure that I'm reciting these surahs because all these du'as they assist me in getting there. And so this fifteen minutes of planning a day, which is uh, a key element to the fifteen by fifteen by one uh, planning model, and that is that you are every day taking the time to plan out what it is you want to achieve, even if you are going to do the most mundane, most simplistic of things, you are still taking the time to plan. So the main end goal is that you want to achieve the goal. But in order to achieve the goal, what you have to do is you have to feel like what you are doing is meaningful. So a lot of times as parents, what we do is we like, oh, I'm just going to pick up the kids. Picking up the kids is somebody else's job. People, they pay to do that. So if you are doing it, you cannot say to yourself, I'm just picking up the kids. What you're doing is you're doing a task that creates benefit, it creates, you know, subhanAllah, so much of reward. So you have to go about it with the right mind frame and with an actionable, manageable task. Uh, so, sorry, an action, uh, uh, a manageable plan. So you know exactly how to get there. So alhamdulillah, jumping in and diving in into our uh, our year this year, we are on the Productivity Show year at Hayat and with myself, Manima Shakira Hunter. Inshallah, we're going to take a short ad break. When we get back, we are going to continue with the discussion. Barakallahu feekum, we'll be back shortly. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. For our listeners of Radio Islam International, a warm welcome back to Hayat and with myself, Manima Shakira Hunter, on this beautiful Monday afternoon. We are, as always, on a Monday looking at the productivity show. We are looking at subhanAllah elements to create a life of optimum benefit. Now today we are looking at resetting and what is the meaning of resetting? How do we build in tools into our lives that we are using these tools to, to work at an optimum level, to be a functioning a, a member of society, but most importantly, to make optimum benefit of the skills that we might have. Now, time is very short, and so a lot of the time we get caught up in the, you know, the, the actual rush of life where we don't realize that it's the tools that we can, uh, you know, we can use and we can implement that can allow us to do so much more in a little bit of time. Now, right now, many of us have just come back from a holiday We've come back from our end of the year uh, break. Alhamdulillah, it's been a time for reset, a natural reset, right? So you you feel already refreshed. You are now ha- you know able to get back into the year. You are determined to start your year on a good note. So that understanding of a reset, we can see just the fact that we cut off last year's work and we ended it and now we are starting the new year's work, that in and of itself is a motivation. So this element of resetting is something that allows us to take stock of our tasks. It allows us to stop and then then to reassess and to start over, so to say. So in your life, how do you implement this into your life? How do we implement this into our daily life? So the first thing is you start off with a weekly reset, right? 
you can decide when is a good time for you maybe you are free on a saturday maybe a sunday for me i love starting on a monday and so it is simply a designated time each week when you start now you take stock of your tasks your goals your priorities now this is i think something that many people get caught up in is i've got all of these things to do i've got all of these goals to do but they forget that to prioritize that which is needed and to reflect on what actually has happened in the past because the past impacts how we deal with the present or the future so when we look at uh, uh, you know if you're looking at a reset every, at the beginning of the year firstly take some time to reflect on what happened last year what were your weaknesses areas here last year what were the things that you 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 benefited the most from what are the key areas that you found that were not actually beneficial to you the areas where you wanted to achieve more so you look at that comparatively to this year once you take this reset to the week you know this really really helps you when you look at if you are looking at sales if you're looking at ibada if you're looking at um from a sales perspective it's easy to 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 picture right i've accomplished uh, so much of sales last week and this week i would like to increase it to so much but it's when it comes to ibada when you do the same thing where you do a reset where you start off and you say you know what last week i was quite weak in um my waking up on time for salatul fajr or salatul tahajjud and this week i'd like to reset i'm looking back i'm checking last week was not a good week so this week i mean inshallah making the intention to have this priority to make sure that i'm awake at this particular time for my ibadah so when you start taking that step back and you start reassessing your goals then you you actually make sure that you are on track to achieve them and then as the days go along and as the time goes along you are making necessary adjustments to your schedule you're making necessary adjustment to the way you think to the work that you're putting in why because you understand that you want to Uh, ensure that there is benefit that you're not just going from week to week from day to day with a no actual tangible benefit and there are many many uh, benefits to this weekly reset one of the most important ones is that there is a sense of overall well-being there is a sense of productivity but it ha- it helps you to stay focused and motivated throughout the week when you set clear goals and priorities you have sort of this road map to guide your actions and this then allows you to stay away from distractions and i think this is a key one you know we start of the year all of us we are on a high we have all of these um you know pointers that we are going to be doing but when you are when you are setting yourself up for success in whichever field that you might be you know needing to do what it does is you need to help yourself to keep focused say for example ramadan is coming and you want to do a beautiful uh, the seer of the quran or you want to do a, a revision of your tajweed you want to do your hifz it is difficult to stay focused you know you'll start off at the beginning of the week i'm going to do the so many khatams by the time the end of the week comes you are depleted you are not completing the goal that you set it for yourself but when you keep that reset it doesn't matter if you completed the amount that you set at the beginning of the week or the you know the intention that you had but it then allows you to go back to the goal without letting the goal become so much that it overwhelms you so it keeps you you know on track and it keeps you it, it takes you away from all these distractions then i think you know for me as an 
as a, a mom and I think as a woman, we tend to do so much. And sometimes we can actually, it leads to burnout. You know, your, your mind is everywhere. You're, you're doing a million things. But when we get caught up with the day-to-day grind, it's so easy for us to lose sight of the bigger picture. And what is the bigger picture? Is that you need to... Um, Look at your your week, not as this day that I'm getting consumed in, or this this week that I'm just trying to get to the end of. And this is what happens to us. We're just looking from Monday to Friday, Monday to Friday. When is it Friday again? When is it Friday again? And so we get consumed by the amount of effort that we have. We get consumed by the amount of work that we have. We get then we get lost in our in our day and our week. So when you take these steps and you you take a a step to step back and reflect on your progress, you gain a new perspective and you also have the sort of drive to do something so big. Now, what is the last and the most important lesson of of a reset? It is creating a sense of balance in your life. Now, this one is a huge, huge one. You and I, you know, when we look at our work-life benefit, when we look at our work-life balance, many a times we are skewed in either one of the directions. We are either putting too much of attention on our home life or too much attention on our work life. We get lost in certain tasks and then we completely ignore other tasks. Now, beloved listeners, this, you know, the the reason why this is so this is incredibly detrimental to your health your your health to your life to uh, uh, achieving any tangible goal is that you have you know highs and you have lows and when you have highs and you have lows you easily have dips and when you have these dips you cannot be consistent and constant in your achievement of those goals so the, you know, the focus today is not about saying that there is one ideal, but it is about understanding that little things, little tools, little decisions can impact the way that we do things. So, for example, when we are implementing, um, when we are implementing a, uh, for, uh, uh, you know, a, re- a reset, a weekly reset, this is a tiny, small tool that can allow us. To be to to look at the way we are running things, when we look at whether we are just running full steam ahead, or we are actually achieving it, or we are depleted, are we feeling tired, are we unable to achieve it, etc. So Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala for allowing us the ability to be able to expand our information, our understanding, our ilm, and to bring it into our lives. Now I would commend, recommend that you take the time to purchase a little planner at the beginning of the year. And many people start the year with this planner and then sometimes they forget they don't use it, but but purchase it anyways, you know, and write your needs for the for the year out in, in that planner. Write your, 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 your massive intentions that you have, whether it is an intention to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it is an intention that you want to travel one day for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, attach, attach everything that you are doing in your needs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, if you are, uh, your children are in matric this year, uh, this is going to be a year of service for you where you are making khidmah, you are assisting, you're driving back and forth, and you are, uh, you know, uh, doing all the little things that nobody can seem to see. 
And so your niya must be, Ya Allah, I want to do this act of great service to my children, but to bring them, in order to bring them closer to you. And so when you start to reshift and realign and write down your intentions, then the focus moves away from being a focus of, I want to gain a closeness to, or I want to achieve these goals to a closeness to people or a closeness to a an organization and you 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 actually broaden that horizon by making it a niya your horizon becomes ya Allah I'm not doing these things for the things around me I'm doing it for a for the greater purpose and that is for your riba for your uh, pleasure now alhamdulillah summa alhamdulillah when we look at productivity you know as a mu'min as a believer we are incredibly, incredibly fortunate that our lives are structured. We structured from salah to salah, from hour to hour. We are structured from every moment of our day. There is a, a, a you know, a point of something that needs to be done. And I love this as a mu'min, as a, a mu'min, as a believer, that we don't, we're not allowed to just sit and have a day that is unstructured we can just relax it's there's no such thing in our deen and why this is important because the mind needs that structure the mind needs to be to have this ability to say from point a to point b i know what i'm going to be doing in the afternoon irrespective of whether i'm bored irrespective of when i'm lonely irrespective of whether i'm sad i still have my daily to-do list that gives me that motivation so as a believer, our, multi, our, our to-do list starts off with our tahajjud, and then it moves on to our fajr salah, our adhkar, our uh, remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the morning, from our surahs, to our daily du'as, to our daily zikr, then to our nawafil salah, then from there you've got your, your fajr, your, your farad salah, from zuhr to asr, when I come to asr, I know I have to sit, and I have to make sure that I'm making my zikr before maghrib, after Maghrib, I have read my Salah, then I have Surahs to recite that are attached to that time. Then I go to my Isha Salah, I have my Azgar before sleeping, my Remembrance of Allah, there are specific Surahs like my Surah Mulk. And this cycle goes on every single day, SubhanAllah. Every day I have all of these little things from time to time. And then within all of that, I fit in cooking and cleaning and working and children. But that is the core of my day. So this shows you that as a mu'min, as a believer or a mu'mina, there's no time for us to say, I'm going to go with the flow, do things whenever I have the time. So I hope, inshallah, this motivates you all to get down, get into it, take the time. You know, you might be a person who loves doing it in different colors, pens, and getting a nice, smart little notebook. Or you might be a person who hates it. So just whoever you are, you know, you work with yourself and the tools that you have. But most importantly is focus on the plan. Focus on the tools that will allow you to achieve that plan. And what is the plan? The plan is, Ya Allah, in this year, you know, whatever sphere that I am doing and whatever sphere that I'm entering, I am trying to gain a closeness to you. And in trying to get a closeness to you, these are the things that I'm going to put into place. These are my weaknesses, so this is what I'm going to do to combat those weaknesses. These are my goals, these are my desires, subhanAllah, these are my du'as. And this is how I am asking you to assist me. When you reshift it like that, it's not, I want to achieve this, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to travel. It's, Ya Allah, I would like you to grant me those opportunities. Ya Allah, I am aware that it's coming from you. And so when I plan like that, 
I plan in a way that I am very aware of the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my own weakness, and I don't put my trust or my tawakkul on myself. I place it totally and wholly at the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, at the door of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Beloved listeners, we are speaking all things high, um, productivity today on a Monday because it is the day when we are looking at getting ourselves focused. We're getting our, looking at getting ourselves, you know, in, in the game, so to say. And I would like to motivate all our sisters out there. If you are thinking of memorizing the Quran of Allah, the Qur'an of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you've been wanting to do it for years and years and years, now's your chance to say, this is what I'm going to do. I met a lady, subhanAllah, friend of my mom's, 70-something years old, and she is doing Hezbollah Quran. She's starting her journey. She has started her journey, memorized a few barats at seven, over 70 years old. And you just think, subhanAllah, how amazing is it that nothing is hindering the, the, that progress because you're not putting the, 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 the faith in yourself and your ability. You're putting total faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so this is why productivity is important because those du'as you've been wanting to learn, the places you want to, you've been wanting to travel, the Quran you've been wanting to memorize, the, the, you know, the talks that you've been wanting to, to listen to, all of these things have been, you know, backing up and backing up and backing up and you all, and you go through year by year saying, I want to do this and I want to do that. And this is why we start off with this reset at the beginning of the year. And we use this tool of resetting every week because we focus on the bigger goals and then we slowly minimize them and crunch them out. Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the, a lovely show this afternoon. Jazakallah khair to you, the listeners of Radio Islam International, for joining me, Mu'alima Shakira Hanja here at Hayatun Tayyiba. Alhamdulillah, Hayatun Tayyiba is out from Monday to Friday afternoon. A huge Jazakallah Khair to my engineering team. May Allah subhanahu wa bless you abundantly. Inshallah, we'll chat again tomorrow afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Assalamu alaikum.